Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures. Tonight, we are on a kind of special episode, as we were just chatting about. It's our 200th, 200th, wow, foot my mouth much, 200th episode. And uh, we said this last week, we're almost at four years. Yeah, almost at four years. A couple more episodes, we'll be at four years, and we'll plan something special for that. But 200 episodes, that alone. Our average episode length being about an hour, some over, some under. We figure that's about 200 hours of content. There's TV shows that haven't been on, haven't produced that much content. Not saying ours is the absolute pinnacle of quality content, but we have oh, produced it. It. <laughs> it, is, it is the best on the internet. No <laughs> it, doubt in my mind. It is the best you're going to get from us. By <laughs> far. <laughs> But, but no, 200 episodes is a lot. 200 hours worth of, of grade A entertainment. Um, or, or at least distraction. <laughs> and that's just it. I mean, if nothing else, I hope this is entertaining for people and people really enjoy it. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of the point of this episode. We wanted to talk about some of the experiences we had from doing Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures. We wanted to talk about some of the episodes, uh, you know, looking back at some of the things there, uh, some of the people we met, how it's changed our lives, how it's touched our lives, how we've touched other people's lives. I mean, a lot has happened in 200 episodes. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, you know, and I, I think the only way to really start this is how we came together to begin with. And we've talked about this a bit in the past. So anyone who's, who's listened to this show over time will know that, um, we both met through, um, Nova Scotia Bushcraft community. Um, so there was a Nova Scotia Bushcraft Facebook page. It's still in existence. I believe I'm not as active on it as, as I used to be. Um, and it was a really good thing. And they, they created a, a gathering, which was really cool. And everyone was invited to go to a, a provincial park together and meet, greet. And we traded information, showed each other setups. Just just a great place to meet people and gather. And, and you know, there was food and and all this stuff, and I think there was even prizes and stuff. It was, it was really cool. And uh, me and you met there um, briefly. Very and briefly. I think we literally basically crossed paths. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're from the, the Facebook page. Okay, have a good day. <laughs> and, and we both had babies. We made some comment about who had the, the youngest baby and i remember you had a hammock set up in the bushes like literally there was trees helping support it under <laughs> my very first hammock setup. yeah and uh you know i I'd, I'd known a bit about hammocks at the time and stuff and i know um melissa your wife was doing the grass and how to make um uh, cordage. Wine, she was uh, doing cordage. Cordage, and uh, she she demonstrated with uh, toilet paper and um, and grass. And yep, dried fun. grass, and uh, we were talking about that. I think she used uh, cattail or bulrush in her back out of that too. Yeah. So I mean that was pretty cool. We sat through that. We got to meet a bunch of people, and I had my own thing. When I was there, we did something for search and rescue, and uh, it was probably more than a year after that. Oh, gosh, yeah, it had to be, because, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about doing this project at that point. It didn't come up until 
Yeah, it had to be at least a year down there. Well, can we figure out when... I know when our first episode was broadcast. Yeah. I wonder if we can figure out when the first Nova Scotia Bushcraft Gathering was. I'll just look really quickly while I'm, uh, you know, while we're chatting here. If I can spell bush right. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was at the first Nova Scotia Bushcraft Gathering. Um, doesn't I think they deleted the actual gathering page, unfortunately. Oh no, here it is. That was last year's uh, events. I wonder if they still have it under the 2016. We didn't broadcast until 2019. So three years later. Yeah. Well, almost. Not quite. Yeah, because it was in August and we we started in what? February? March? March. So, on that point, might as well bring that up. It's a piece of, uh, you know, tidbit. I have lots of Atlantic bushcraft tidbits of information for anybody that was wondering. And if you're not wondering, you're still going to get them. So, the very... F Actually, seeing I showed you, Ben, I'm going to show everybody. Yeah. So, I have the first broadcast, within 10 seconds of our first broadcast, a picture of Ben and I. So, it's kind of interesting. In all honesty. So anybody that's just listening, you're not on the Facebook, I, uh, not Facebook, YouTube, I strongly recommend you jump over and at least see this picture. Um, this is us. This was our first episode. Um, I mean, even my backdrop here has changed now. I got a few more things wandering there, but I mean, it stayed pretty much the same. I mean, we haven't changed drastically, but we've kind of changed drastically at the same time. You know what I mean? We both look a little younger. We got more hair in certain places, a little less hair in other places. I mean, Ben, you kind of like pulled it in one spot and pushed it out another. <laughs> but this was us. This was our first outing. And I mean, our very first episode. I did listen to it start to finish. Uh, we were significantly more clumsy than we are now was the number one thing I noticed about all of it. I notice now yes. that I flip back, uh, some of us have a little bit more gray than others now. Some of us look great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I remember the very first couple of episodes, that was one of the big things. We kept tripping over each other. We didn't really know how to interact, how to pause. And uh, it, it, it took a bit of, of discussions to kind of get into it. Even down to how we were going to respond or... or not respond uh reference our wives because they are both have the same name yeah and that created confusion for some of our listeners i actually had somebody within the first 10 episodes i can't remember what it was um they mentioned you both say melissa for your wife are you guys all married <laughs> i was like no no we just have a wife with the same name so it did create a little confusion. We didn't really know how to explain everything because the thing with Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures, as I'm sure our listeners out there understand, is we broadcast it live on YouTube. So there's a visual aspect to it that we, we reference a lot. I'll point to things like when I point to Ben or I point to the shirt behind me or, you know, a piece of equipment or something like that. We'll reference that, but a very large chunk of our audience... Um, probably even more so than what we get here on YouTube, vastly more than what we get here on YouTube, 
they just listen to the audio file. They get it off their podcasting service of choice. And I mean, we're on everything now down there. Uh, I still get emails saying, oh, you know, your Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures is now on whatever. And I'm like, I haven't even heard of this service. And I'll have to sign up and claim the thing. I think I'm a part of at least 50, if not 60 different podcasting services now. None of which I can absolutely remember, but they're all saved in my emails. Like, that was a growing thing with Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures. When we first started, we were nowhere. We were word of mouth. We broadcast on Facebook. We didn't even come to YouTube until our 30th episode or something like that, somewhere in our 30, 30 range episodes. I mean, we've changed a lot from day one to episode 200. Yeah. Uh, the earlier ones, even how we, we host it changed a lot yeah significantly like we didn't have um i'm trying to think yeah we did have kind of the the fancy backdrop going here but it wasn't quite what we have now uh it was a little different uh i don't think any of it's in the image there nah not really but uh the the bottom banner and a few other things were different we didn't have the website we didn't have you know we didn't know where we were listed at that point we were just ben and robert Chatting to a camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I remember multiple times you calling me up and saying, we are now on iTunes. We are on this. We are on that. And I was like... And it, <laughs> Follow it yeah, up with, it, do you know anything about iTunes? Because I don't. <laughs> Very much so, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and we would get like ratings and stuff. And like, oh, you're, you're really popular in this country. And we're like, you heard of this country before <laughs> but maybe not maybe not quite that bad but yeah like it was it was very interesting and exciting um that was the first episode uh from there we've we also got to meet a ton of people some of which we'd maybe met before but i think we got to meet them more um lone wolf 902 i, I don't think we could honestly is you know not mention his name at least once in here because he was on at least one podcast. Yep. He's, uh, he's come to the comments for a lot of different, uh, different of our broadcasts. And I just happened to load on to anchor, which is where we upload our podcasts. Uh, and they have this, you know, your 2022 wrap is here and I, I don't have it loaded into the, the view. So unfortunately I can't show you folks, but in just in 2022, how many minutes of content do you think we published? Just on the podcast. And keep in mind, when I upload stuff to the podcast, I'll trim off a lot of the dead spaces that we do get with the uh, with the live feed. Like if I go silent and I'm looking for something or there's some dead air on either end, I'll delete that off. So I've probably deleted at least 40 or plus minutes of just dead time. 3,000. Nope. A little high, but I, I was still staggered by this. 2,300. 2,304 to be specific. And I'm wow. just checking now. I think I failed to upload an episode. I did. We're a couple episodes <laughs> behind, so that should actually be increased. <laughs> so we're actually only have 196 episodes on there. So as soon as this episode's over, I got to put those up. Actually, I should start downloading those now. That way I can edit them as soon as we're done. Anyway, that's something else. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're producing around 2,000 minutes of content yearly is what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? It sounds like over it, so. <laughs> 3,000. Steve said 3,000, too. You guys are close. And in other years, we have had more. Uh, I do remember, like, I think last year was our highest one, and it was around 3,000. Uh, and I, I just kind of remember that now. We, we've only been on Anchor for two years. 
before that, we yeah. were doing everything manually. I was uploading it to my own website, which had a distribution uh, RSS. Uh, anybody that's podcast savvy or tech savvy will know some of what I'm talking about. Uh, hopefully they can explain it to you because I don't fully understand it. <laughs> but anyway, you need to have a feed and you have to upload that feed to certain areas. So I was creating my own feed. I, uh, I got a script. We uploaded our episodes to it. Uh, it went to the RRS feed after I figured out how to make one of those and that got distributed. We were originally only on iTunes, Google, and I want to say, no, I don't even think we were on Spotify. I don't think we came to Spotify until later. We were just on iTunes and Google for the longest time. And then from yeah. there, it kind of spidered out. And then when we got to Anchor, which, like I said, was only about two years ago, uh, it has its own distribution network. You just upload to that, and bam, you go basically everywhere. And from there, we kind of ran away and got on a whole bunch of podcasting services that literally I, I, I've never heard of. Some I have, some I didn't, some are great. Some, I don't know anything about them. It was just kind of an interesting experience simply from that side alone. Yeah. Um, but as I was saying, like Jeremy was on a few and we met Jeremy with the request to do an interview and through Jeremy and that request for an interview, he didn't, he, he refused. Um, but what he did offer was to go camping with me. And I ended up going camping with him and meeting um, Gary Lynch. Um, so was it uh, Nova Scotia Yak Fisher? Um, and he's got a great channel too. And so we've collabed with him. We've also done stuff with Sean White, uh, Old Bastard of Doors. I got to check for something. You just keep chatting there, bud. I might have a never released video video which was actually <laughs> an interview with jeremy oh we never released that i don't know i can't remember you said uh, he didn't want to do it and then i'm like no we talked him into it because i remember doing the interview i gotta see if we ever released that video i don't know if i did if he called us up later and was like i i can't remember he was like maybe don't release that or maybe i got that in my head i don't know but anyway you chat i'm gonna look okay i do know we at one of the gatherings that we went to after he came in and he actually jumped in while we were doing like a little salute to the, to the community type thing. And so he, he, he tuned into that one. Um, but yeah, this, this has given us a chance to meet other YouTube and, and, and known bushcrafters and also ones that are maybe less known, not ones that are ones that aren't publishing anything, but are, are out there, you know, doing bushcraft stuff, camping, hiking, fishing, stuff that, you know, we would have never met otherwise. Um, and a lot of them have become very regulars in our chats. Um, yes. And I mean, the list would actually be relatively long to cover them all. Um, but I mean, I do want to mention a couple people. They come uh, very regularly. And the first one I want to mention, Steve. Steve's already in the comments. Huge shout out to him. Steve's been here basically almost from the start in all honesty maybe yeah. the first couple not so much but after that kind of a religious guy uh religious viewer guy sorry um and yeah if anybody wants again listening on the audio side you should jump on steve has a lot of great insight both ben and i have um camped with him in the past a couple times uh super cool guy real fun to hang out with go camping with wealth and knowledge 
So, I mean, that, that, that right, and he lives close by. I mean, that was the thing. Uh, along with the other people that Ben mentioned there, I, I think Steve and Chris, and Chris is another Chris. one I was going to mention here, they're the closest to me. I'm literally only like 10 minutes from either of them. And there's two Chris's. One comes on as uh, often as you'll see as I'd rather be outside, I believe, is his, his handle. I think so. Yeah. And Chris Hillier, I think, comes on with his own name. I think so as well. To be fair, uh, they're spotty <laughs> when they come. And it, just life. You know what I mean? No offense to us. No offense to them. Nothing like that. It's just life. That, that hell be life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, And there's a few others from the comments that have been with us for, uh, you know, quite a while. Uh, recently, Red Sand Adventures. They found us on Spotify. They got on a live video, and I see them in the comments quite a bit. Uh, really big Chris, monkey. Yeah. Dave. Uh, Real Big Monkey One. If anybody doesn't know Dave, he's another bushcrafter. Has a YouTube channel. Definitely go check him out. Uh, we do see Chris Loveless on here from time to time. He's another follower that we uh, met at one of the bushcraft gatherings. He pops on from time to time. Um, uh, trying to think who else we used to have there. Fish, fish. I've seen in the comments a ton of times. Uh, fish Red Bear Tactical. Have. Red Bear Tactical. Uh, Old Bastard Outdoors. OBO, I think we already mentioned him, Gary, but, and, uh, like, like the list goes on. If I didn't mention your name, don't take offense or insult to it. It's because my memory is literally that of a flower sifter. It'll hold <laughs> things for a very short time and it's gone. <laughs> but there is, we, we have a, quite the group of people that are on regularly or fairly regularly who ch check in. And a lot of them may not make a lot of time in the comments, but some of them actually reach out to us individually. We have an email address that and uh, a chat line through the Facebook. And people do reach out to both of those methods on occasion to share information with us or ask us questions. Um, I think Robert's a little better at getting back to people. but that's... The only reason is because I've set it up so it comes directly to my phone. That way I know the second they come. The only catch is, sometimes it goes to spam. And I don't know what the defining factor is. Yeah, it's it's spotty. Sometimes it comes up. And I think basically if you've responded, then it doesn't, the notification goes down. Mm. And I just don't see it as quick. But sometimes I beat you. I've beaten you a few times. But most times you're the first one to see them. And what will happen then is if he thinks it's anything important for me to see right away, you generally forward it to me or say yeah immediately it. bring it to your attention like you got any insight on this uh and not just the emails the facebook messages you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i think that's what you were chatting about is uh we get facebook messages we get emails uh i comments on a lot of these podcasting services and if you folks are out there listening to these podcasting services and you have left a comment on one of them and we haven't gotten back to you we're not ignoring you it's just i didn't get a message that the comment was there ben didn't get a message that the comment was there or we don't know what podcasting service it's on because we're on so many of them now. And we are not the most tech-savvy guys. We know enough to be dangerous, but not enough to really know everything about the podcasting thing. We're still learning a lot of it as we go, unfortunately, which is, uh, you know, that could be good, bad, or at least entertaining for you folks. But it's kind of neat to, to see even that first photo you set up there because I can see stuff in the background that I still use on the reg. Uh, like my Agua Cannon was, was sitting there. See it right there behind my head? Yep. 
And uh, this this was the original broadcasting location of Ben, uh, for those folks that are viewing with us uh, at one point. Ben is now moved clear across the country. We are literally pretty much coast to coast. You know we, we are coast to coast. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so within our lives, uh, I think there has been a lot of changes. Um, maybe more that I could quickly say on my side, but because um, I have moved across the country, um, so I sold a house, I, I moved. Um, so there's something else I wanted to say, and I completely changed jobs. Um, I mean, our kids, we watched our kids grow up over the last almost four years. Lily yeah. would have been three when I started this. She's seven now. Well, why didn't we use that to date? <laughs> we both brought infants to, to the first time. <laughs> Don't make this simple on us now, Ben. You had your chance. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. So, yeah, but no, exactly. Like, um, yeah, so big moves like that. Um, and it's been an adventure. We've... Um, we both changed vehicles at least once since we started. Oh man, I bought a four wheeler so I could get more places. I've changed Rangers. I didn't change from a Ranger. I've changed to a different Ranger. Um, Mel's gone through two cars, I think. No, just yeah. one. She definitely would have changed cars, but I mean, there's been a lot of life changes outside off Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures. And as I was telling Ben uh, just before we came on, I took today when I had some spare time. And I went through our entire episode list, all 200 episodes. I watched a few here and there. I looked into things. I was just looking for stuff to pull reference from, to, you know, major things that have happened. And I kind of narrowed it down to 10 episodes that I think really spoke to me and some of the things that we said to other people. And it was kind of some of the defining moments in our podcasting careers, if you want to so say that. We had some repeats. I learned we do repeat topics, which is not necessarily a bad thing because they're never close together. Uh, they're yeah. usually at least a year apart and they're very similar in the seasons. Like we've talked about winter camping a couple times, but it's always relevant to the seasons out there. We've talked about camping during hunting. Uh, once again, relevant to when hunting season starts and it's not a bad refresher and things like that. So I do know some people have said that we do talk about similar subjects from time to time. It's not by design. Trust me. There is no greater design going on here. <laughs> um, we try to talk about what we think is relevant at the time and what people want to talk about, and we still do that today. And I found from the start until now, we flow a lot better with the topics that we talk about. Uh, our topics before might have been better titled, if that makes more sense, but I think that was just because it was new and we had yeah. literally a vast ocean of things that we could draw from. As to where now, we kind of have a lake. We've hit a lot of topics uh, and that's why things are starting to repeat. We always try to put a different spin on things and add some new information as we grow as people, as bushcrafters, and hopefully we can relay some of that information across to you folks. Once again, we have never professed once to be experts in the bushcrafting field or in anything, in all honesty. We're just a couple of guys that are sharing our experience and hoping that you folks out there get a little benefit, if nothing else, some entertainment from this stuff. So if you think it's nonsense, that's fine. You know what I mean? But I have learned we have a very 
significant group of individuals that enjoy what we do and that's what keeps us going that's why we're at 200 episodes if there wasn't folks out there contacting us reaching out to us the statistics weren't going up the likes weren't going up you know things like that we probably would have shut it down ages ago but we're still having yeah. fun um it's true all true i can't um I, I do want to say, like, sometimes we do the same topic, but it's because over the last four years, we've learned something. And we want to bring that up. Like, we've now been doing this winter camping more over the last four years. So the first year, some of this was new. Hot tenting was something I hadn't tried when we started this here. Hot tenting is something now I do more frequently. I now, this year, got more gear for it. I'm hoping to get out in the next few weeks test that gear i was out last weekend testing the gear just to make sure that there's nothing surprising for me so um i think i may have even shared you some pictures of yep. what i did last yeah so um yeah so we've built a lot of relationships we've built our own um i think we've got a great relationship we chat fairly regularly um and then once a week without fail pretty well we've met <laughs> in 200 episodes we've only changed the date once and that was just last week to fit my greedy needs, but we still did the episode. It was just a, a day earlier. A day earlier. That yeah. way, uh, you know, we could actually get out there and get some camping done. Uh, and funny enough, uh, maybe towards the end of this, I'll chat about that a little bit. That way we don't kind of muddy the waters of this episode. But um, stay. let's see. Steve McDonald. The reason I stay is that I've met you both, camped with you both, and you're legit. You do it for the love of it. You learn as you go, and you enjoy the process and the adventure. I mean... We've always tried to be transparent about that fact. Once again, we're not professionals. We're not experts. We're not claiming we're the best. We're just claiming to be us. And I think, honestly, Ben, we've stayed genuine to who we are through this entire 200 episode thing. We've had times when we could have drastically changed uh, the direction of how we did things, potentially for personal gain, media gain, whatever. And more often than not, we look at each other and go, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, neither of us seem to be overly driven to uh, make this profitable at the expense of um, our honor, our, our integrity. Integrity. Uh, yeah, like there's there's definitely quite a bit of that, and and we've looked at and we could what I think people would call sell out and try to link in with say certain sponsors, but at that time. Like we've never met a sponsor, not that we wouldn't, but we've never met a sponsor that A, offered us any amount of money and B, that we trusted enough. Yeah. So between those combinations, it's not happened. We've 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 reviewed a couple of products, uh, at least one uh, formally. Um, and I think all we got for that was the product, which was fine. I, we don't mind that yeah, at no. all. And I used that product again in the last couple of weeks i i did two new bags for my my agua cannon uh 21 and i have a 15 now and i made two new bags and i took that kingfisher water repellent stuff and put on it and it worked great And i mean that's all we were honestly if we get something like that every now and then that's awesome i mean these knives these open L knives, we kind of did a little talk on those and some review on that. These were sent to us from a listener, which was amazing. You know what I mean? We've gotten patches. We've gotten uh, a couple knives. Uh, we've got some other miscellaneous stuff from listeners. And I mean, that has been amazing. We've also done a couple giveaways. 
Uh, looking back through, we've actually done two giveaways. Um, hopefully, maybe we can do another one for our, you know, our four-year celebration here. I thought about doing it for the 200th episode, but the time crunch kind of got in there by the time we realized the 200th episode was coming up. So that's potentially in the future. Ben and I will chat about that, see what we can do. Uh, those are some nice knives. Yeah, Chris. Chris Loveless, funny enough, popped right up there. Yeah, Chris, we love these Open L knives. Uh, we did talk about them a little bit there. Ben has a blue one. I have a red one. I love mine. Uh, it's a great little knife. I use mine for my, like, kitchen knife. Not here at the house, but when I'm out camping. This is my knife that I use for food prep and stuff like that. It's a nice clean edge uh kind of getting off topic here i guess but anyway yeah great knife mine's been an everyday carry since i got it like the only thing i found was when i first got it it was really stiff, stiff. and i put a little dot of, of oil uh, at the hinge and it's freed up and it's been perfect ever since um so just while we're here i see it on the right another quick tidbit of information for Atlantic Bushcraft Adventure. Our very first post on Facebook that we ever posted was be sure to check us out on Wednesday night. This was on a Monday. Uh, we're going to be chatting about sleep systems. Jump on and chat and get your two cents. And then the next post was we may not be able to go live tonight. Facebook's being a bugger. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of showed our... Um, our lack of IT skills there. But we did go live. We actually figured it out we were just a little late and it all worked out. Uh, funny enough, I can't find the first episode on Facebook, though I know that's where we released it. I think it did get yeah. buggered up and deleted over time, but it is on YouTube. I backed everything up. It's all on YouTube for anybody that's interested. Yeah. Um, so we did Facebook for, was it a year? Almost. Uh, we switched over to YouTube... I think it was around our 37th or 38th episode, which wasn't quite a year, but I mean, it would have been almost the end of that year. Uh, I'll give you an actual number here, but anyway, it, it was, yeah, we didn't start on YouTube. We did 33 episodes, so our 35th episode came on YouTube. I don't know how that, oh yeah, because the, the first episode's gone. I was going to say, I don't know why the playlist only has 33 episode or 33 videos and it says episode 34 but anyway that's just me being ridiculous so yeah our 35th episode was the first one on youtube and we've been on youtube ever since simply because youtube was actually an easier platform for us to broadcast live uh, it offered us some features we made the decision and we haven't really looked back so chris loveless i came across you guys when i typed in bushcraft on spotify and i listened to all the episodes then started tuning in around one 130 to 140 episode, uh, episode 130, 140, uh, when I realized you guys did it live. And that's why, uh, for any of you folks out there that are listening, why we constantly repeat, we are live, <laughs> stuff like that. Cause there is some folks, um, that don't realize that we do this live every Wednesday night, mostly minus one in 200 episodes. <laughs> um, we do this live every Monday night, uh, originally at eight 30. Atlantic Standard Time, and now at 9 Atlantic Standard Time, and that's just simply because when Ben moved, we needed a few extra minutes to set up because of the time difference, because from where Ben is to where I am, there's a four-hour difference now. And I think for the four-hour difference between us, only offsetting the podcast by a half hour was one hell of accomplishment, honestly. Yeah. No, it... Um, we've... We, I've, I've broadcasted from multiple locations since we started this. Um, some outside... I think I may have even done one from a tent. 
Yep. It was in my well, backyard. You had a hammock with a tarp set up over it. You were out in your backyard for sure. Yeah. So, you know, oh, no. we've, we've done... The, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The, 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 what was that tent that you were reviewing? You did an episode from there too. Black Orca? Is that right? Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the Wild Haven. Wild Haven, that's it. Yeah. I still use that tent. <laughs> okay sorry steve's right it's wednesday nights we do the live chat the reason i said monday night uh monday nights is when i have fire meetings so almost every night of the week i have something scheduled much like ben and uh i monday's the start of the week for whatever reason we were talking yesterday about doing this episode and i got called to a fire call and all my wires got crossed so <laughs> but anyway uh, something I did mention was there was a few episodes that kind of stuck out to me. So, of course, the first episode, March 13th, 2019. That was the first episode. That's when we went live Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures, and we kind of went from there. The next episode, which was kind of a big thing for us, because this is where we learned we're not going to kind of change our principles to better suit other people uh, or sell out or whatever. It was episode 88, and this was November 2020. So this was almost a year and a handful of months later, we had a Facebook account. We were doing reviews and Facebook shut us down because, uh, whatever the reasoning was in there. And they were, they were right. They were in the right. You know what I mean? Uh, they didn't want us doing the reviews the way we were doing it. Uh, and I'm not saying anything bad about Amazon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was Amazon. I'm not saying anything bad about Amazon. They had their standard, you know, guidelines, policies and all that. And we, after going back and reading them, we didn't think we were crossing a line, but apparently we were, according to their standards. They shut us down. Ben and I had a discussion. Okay, so do we want to try and reach out to other people to see if we can potentially get products to review and do this, that, the other thing, see if we can pick up some sponsors? And that was honestly the decision where we were like, you know what? We buy enough of our own gear. We can review what we got. If anybody has a request, we'll try and pick it up. Let's just do our own thing. And that was really the turning point where we went from we're doing a podcast and hopefully we'll become uh, what what's the term for this influencers is that what they're calling themselves nowadays social influencers or something like that we're not going to be influencers we're going to be us we're just going to do what we do and we never again ever tried to set up accounts with other companies like that where we could get products and do reviews we're just like nope we're just going to do us and. Um, I oh, just seen some, uh, so pace driver, there's another follower. I haven't seen in the comments for a while. He may be working, doesn't, but, uh, that's someone else that's been in the comments for quite a while. Um, but yeah, so that episode 88, November 4th, 2020, that was kind of the turning point there. And then after that, there was some episodes that we did that I thought were kind of neat, uh, that still stick out in my head. So episode 111 was books. We talked about uh, material that you folks could go and find to learn more information on bushcrafting. We had some recommendations from us. Uh, once again, we both received a product from that episode. We got uh, mine sitting over there. Uh, we got a book. It was uh, Bushcraft by, I can't say their last name. Ben, help me out here, Butter. Do Morris I gotta go with the book? More. I know the name. M-O-R. It's like Mora, but then the last name is yeah something or rather uh, I, 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 I gotta go with the book it. i'll be back cover for me ben <laughs> yeah so that particular 
episode was really interesting because what I think we both discovered is we have a lot of the same books um, through no real reference to each other over the time. But yeah. There you go, folks. You can take a crack at that name if you want yourself. <laughs> Baransky? Baransky. He's, he's a very famous bushcrafter, and he's been around for a long time. Um, I think he's the, the tri stick is in there, isn't it? Yep, tri sticks oh. in there. Uh, and uh, you know, these were very personalized gifts to Ben and I. Uh, these were from Steve. I mean, at the time, I don't think I mentioned that Steve gave them to us, but I mean, we're 200 episodes in. I'm sorry, Steve, you didn't want us to mention you, but I'm going to. Steve gave us these books. Uh, that was actually one of the first times I had met Steve in person. Uh, we met him in a parking lot, Melissa and I, and picked up the books uh, and a dry bag, which I still have. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't tell you about the dry bag. <laughs> I was like, screw Ben, he's got half a dozen dry bags. I got none. <laughs> but, wow, wow, that's it, we're done. <laughs> actually, I just forgot to tell you he gave us a dry bag. Um, but yeah, like it was another, these were kind of the neat things. It was a book I had never read at the time. I've since read it because Steve was nice enough to get me a, a volume of this book and it's an amazing book. But anyway, getting back to the topic, it was a episode 111 where we talked about books where people could reach out and learn more information. And Ben and I hadn't really talked about the books we were going to mention. Um, and I learned a lot of books that you had made reference to that I had made reference to, which was kind of neat. And we talked about, uh, it's all coming out now. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Red sand. It's true. It's all coming out now. The lies, the lies. Um, but yeah, I, I learned a lot of great resources there. We taught like our comments. I remember a lot of people giving us, uh, this one, this was one of the ones that was mentioned that we should read. And this is where it came from. And I learned a lot of information out of this book. Um, uh, it's the first time I got to meet Steve. So that was a big thing for me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good episode. Uh, like I'd said while you were walking around, if you heard it, that yes, we had a lot of the same. And then there was a few books that we had that were different that we both kind of learned a bit about just from the knowledge of the other ones there. Um, yeah. And it, we've often said, like, especially field books, uh, field guides and stuff are great references. So it was really good to cover some of those ones. Uh, what was your next episode that stood out? So the next episode was episode 130. And it wasn't so much about the episode as what happened prior to the episode. We actually got interviewed by another uh, social media person or whatever you want to call them. They have their own blog. They interviewed bushcrafters. And I mean, it was the first time somebody reached out to us and was like, hey, I've seen your show. It's great. Or, or heard your show, whatever the case happened to be. I can't remember if it was YouTube or... Um, podcast at this time but anyway they contact us said yeah we like the show would you guys mind being interviewed i want to do an interview with you folks uh i normally don't do two people at a time but you guys are kind of a paired adventure do you want to do this interview and that was the first time i was like wow okay we well we actually have a little traction you know what i mean there we're at least out there enough somebody has acknowledged that we're doing this and wants to get a little bit more information about us. And that was one of the first times that I really got excited about the whole podcast thing. Up until then, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I never had a bad thought about the podcast. But at that point, I was like, holy crap, we're actually starting to make a name for ourselves. 
good, bad, or otherwise. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. Maybe you read the interviews and you're like, these guys are jokers. Because uh, we have heard comments like that, too. Don't get me wrong. When I do get it. A... <laughs> okay, slight tangent. We're better than Poison Ivy. <laughs> and Ben knows where I'm going with this. When I do get a chance to read the comments from the podcast, uh, there's a lot of great positive comments and there is some negative comments. And honestly, like I said, if we're not your thing, that's cool. The ocean is massive out there. The ocean being the internet, there's fill your boots. Uh, but the negative comments can be rather funny too. You know what I mean? So it's a good time either way, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, that was my little tangent on that, but, uh, yeah, that was the first time I really got, you know, like, holy crap, we're actually making a name for ourselves. Because this individual was from across the ocean. Wasn't from North America. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. I think they were the UK. I'd have to look it up. I do have the link. I just don't have it here in front of me. Uh, I'd have to look it up. I think they were from the UK. So anyway, we, we had crossed a border there. Like, not just a, you know, a land border into the U.S. We had cleared overseas. Uh, we had a couple people reach out to us before then and be like, oh yeah, hey, caught your show, cool. And little things like that, which was great too, but this was the first time somebody reached out and was like, yeah, I've listened up to every episode to this point, thank you, great, I want to do an interview with you. It was kind of a, a big milestone for me. What about you, Ben? Yeah, no, that was a really interesting one. Um, I'm sorry, when you, when you brought up the Better Than Poison Ivy, I... That was the first comment we ever had. I don't know how I didn't put it into the highlights. It was literally the first comment. I even called Ben up. I was like, Ben, we have our first comment. You're going to love it. And Ben was like, oh, yeah? What you got? And I'm like, we're better than Poison Ivy. <laughs> so if you think you're going to call up and hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> and I was super stoked about that, too. But anyway. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, we've, we've enjoyed this quite a bit, and, and we've had a lot of fun. I, I think the one thing that happened between us the most that's got brought up more than anything else, quite likely, is the turkey. Oh, I had it on my highlights. I was wondering if you were going to bring it up. I was purposely tiptoeing around it. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> nope, it's all good. I'm, I'm glad you did. But, uh, yeah, the deep-fried turkey was another highlight. So if anybody doesn't know, and I don't have the episode here in front of me, but uh, Ben and I had gone out to the woods. We canoed across the lake. And the decision was the neat thing we were going to do for this outing, and this was Ben's idea, and, man, do I ever thank him for this, was we're going to deep-fry a turkey in the woods. And I'm like, Ben, how are we going to deep-fry a turkey in the woods? And he's like, come on out and I'll show you. So we get there. Uh, this We went to Ben's camp. Uh, he had a canoe, we loaded it up. And then all of a sudden he's like coming out with this Turkey. And I'm like, you crazy bastard. You're actually going to do this. And then he comes with the pot and the deep fryer and the whole works. And sure enough, we paddle across this lake. We set up and then we're looking around like, yeah, we're good to go. Let's start frying that Turkey. And I'm like, okay, Ben, let's, let's do this thing, man. And there is footage of us deep frying the Turkey. Uh, I don't know if I ever uploaded it, but I still have the raw files. I will see if I, I I'm sure I have them. I'll upload some raw snippets if nothing else. Uh, and we deep fried this turkey and then we ate it. And my God, it was the most delicious thing that I've ever eaten in the woods. But after that, another neat thing came from that was we had to figure out what to do with the extra turkey. And between Ben and I, we actually made a bushcraft fridge, which I thought was hilarious. It was. And functional. Yeah. Yeah. So that was basically, it was a like a Thanksgiving talk style weekend. It was close to that time mm -hmm. of year anyways. 
and it was pretty cold outside. So the lake was pretty cold and we just used the lake water and we sunk the pot with a rock, had the chicken inside of it, put the cover on and put the rock on top to hold everything down. And it worked great. It was nice and cold. We ate another yeah. big feed of it the next day. I think we made turkey wraps the next day. The first day we literally just dug into it with like our knives oh. and our grubby hands. We we're just, you know, Neanderthaling it, which was amazing. One of my best experiences from camping, in all honesty. The next day we got a little politer and Ben had some wrap stuff there and we made turkey wraps and they were amazing too. But uh, did Ben hunt the turkey fresh in the Canadian wilderness? Mm, not unless he brought yeah. a shotgun to the grocery store. <laughs> A funny story about that is, I don't know if you can hunt turkey in Nova Scotia. I don't, I don't think nope. they're there. We don't have a turkey but season. One day, I was driving to that camp, and I got stopped on the road because there was three turkeys in the middle of the road. Wild turkeys, I assume, not white turkey. Wild-ish. I, I assume that they're somebody's turkeys that got free, but I don't know where they came from or, or anything about them. But we never seen them there before or since. But one day I was there and there was three turkeys just hanging out in the middle. <laughs> well, New Brunswick, uh, as soon as you cross over into Allack, just the other side of that, they, they have turkey season. But you can't yeah. come out of province to hunt. You have to be native to New Brunswick. They don't want their turkeys all hunted out. Because for a long time they didn't have a turkey season, but the population started to come back. So fully understandable. Um, what's the next one I got here? Oh, episode 132. We kind of had a roll there where within a couple weeks we had some really good episodes. Episode 132 was Bushcraft versus Survival. Because this was something that was mentioned a lot in my personal life. And it was a topic uh, that we both agreed upon that was good to kind of chat about and differentiate between what is Bushcraft, what is Survival. You can have Bushcraft in Survival... But you don't necessarily have survival in bushcraft. You know what I mean? Bushcrafting is thriving in the woods. Surviving is when you have no other choice. Uh, and you're just trying to make it through and be as comfortable as possible. That's the summary of the episode in a few words. But it was a good topic because, honestly, I get a lot of reference to that in real life. Uh, a lot of my coworkers and stuff, I know they watch the episodes later on. Um, Dan, if you're out there listening to this one, bud, this is at you. Uh Literally, they came back and they're like, you know what, that was a great thing. I never realized that, you know, bushcrafting wasn't survival. Because a lot of folks up until that point thought that I was saying, I got a bushcrafting podcast. They're like, all you do is you talk about survival stuff. And I'm like, no, it's not survival, it's bushcraft. And what was the difference? And that was a bit, I still reference this episode. I tell people, I do a bushcrafting podcast. They're like, oh, so you talk about survival stuff. And I'm like, no, it's not survival, it's bushcrafting. And he'll get, well, what's the difference? And sure in hell, I'll go... Go listen to episode 132. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have that one ingrained in my mind specifically for that reasoning. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. We, we've compared it to a few other things over the years, but survival is a big one because I don't think you can survive well without a bushcrafting skill, but you don't need to know how to survive. Like It just happens. If you're good at bushcrafting, you just live. Like, you can go in the woods and enjoy it, and, and, and it's just something that happens happens is kind of a side effect to it if nothing else um but we've you know we, we're out there for the fun of it we've never looked at it as survival we've never gone out. we don't push ourselves to the point of let's go out with a single thumbtack and you know one knife and a plastic bag and see how long we can last that's not our thing there's a niche for that we understand that that's not us we enjoy going yeah. out being comfortable and eating well uh up until i met ben eating well was not in there 
that has since changed. Uh, and yeah, prepping. That's the other one that gets lumped in here, as Steve was saying. Prepping always gets lumped in with bushcrafting, and we mentioned it briefly in that episode, too, and it, it's kind of a thing on its own, too. Uh, not that bushcraft can't fit into prepping, but it's not necessarily prepping. Yeah. To explain the woods to survive. <laughs> I don't go to the woods to survive. Yeah, exactly, Chris. Um, so the next one I had, I, I see your time's running up, so I'm just trying to chase up these topics now. The next one was cold weather camping. It was episode 135, just three weeks later. And that was you and uh, Steve. You and Steve did that. I don't know where I was. I didn't leave any notes for myself. I was AWOL for whatever reason. But I went back and listened to that episode, and I noticed you two actually vibed really well. I mean, it was yeah. a little awkward at the start. You guys had to feel yeah. your pace, because at this point, you had a lot of experience coming into it, 135 episodes, and Steve was kind of stuck on the spot. But yeah. once you guys got going, you had a great flow, and it was a really good episode. Uh, it didn't have our background stuff in there. It was done very raw. It was just good. In all honesty, yeah. it's, a, it's an episode I still remember for probably the best episode that you did without me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and maybe ever. I don't know. Maybe some people think that is the best episode. But for me, it's the best episode uh, next to the ones you did with your wife, because hopefully she's not listening to this and I didn't offend her. But <laughs> it was one of the pinnacle episodes that you did where I wasn't involved. Yeah, it's just Steve had a lot of experience in this, and he'd done it with, with different groups and stuff. So it was good to have his, you know, relatively a new, fresh person in that world, but also somebody who had an, a, a fresh um, perspective on a lot of this stuff. So it worked out really good. Um, and it was great because that I think, if I remember correctly, that was when you couldn't make it to rather short notice. I don't know if you had a call or something came up. And I think I reached out to him sort of last minute and he agreed to do it which was awesome and we managed to get into it i could have to go back into my messages to find that uh, yeah i can't but, remember like i said normally i leave notes when one of us is missing like admin notes yeah. we can go out our episodes and we can see notes that only we can see and i leave notes to let to remind me of stuff that one was empty because apparently i didn't start doing it till later but yeah it was a great episode um the next one i head up from there almost 20 episodes later, so a little ways on this one, was The Weird and the Spooky. And that was a good episode because we talked about a lot of what goes bump in the night. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we had some... Uh, I think that might have been a requested one we found on a message board or something that we were kind of reaching out to, if I remember correctly. People were like, yeah. how do you deal with the anxiety being out there by yourself? And we talked about, you know, like it, it's kind of, there is a lot of stuff that can spook you in the woods. The best thing you can do is kind of learn to understand what it is. And we went through a lot of stuff there where we talked about, you know, if you're next to a river and we reference this still, it can sound like whispers in the night. You know what I mean? If a rock rolls over, it just doesn't sound right. Your mind starts matrix matrixing it into something that's more relatable to you and it comes out as whispers or you see uh the other one i get is people will be walking along and they'll hit some reflective mold uh there is mold out in the woods especially here in nova scotia i can't speak for other parts of the world uh certain trees will mold in such a way that when you hit it it's kind of almost uh reflective and it looks like a set of eyes yeah it kind of looks like eyes and depending on where this mold is it could either be a beast that's 15 feet tall or the weird set of eyes that's coming out from under a rock. And like things like that can really bother you if you're not used to it. And that was where we kind of explained that, you know, just take a breath and think of logical things. 
And a lot of times you can talk yourself out of that. You know what I mean? And it, it was just a good episode. We had a lot of feedback there. We had a lot of stories from other people. It was just a good episode in my mind. Any thoughts on that, Ben? No, I do remember that episode quite well because we both had a lot of stories to share on that one too, I think. Um, I, I probably brought up the wolf that I heard cry one time, just like a baby. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things where it's it's very important to kind of get that feeling of being out there by yourself and that, that, that anxiety that can come with that if you're not prepared, not logically there. So yeah, I think that was a really good episode to... We're coming up to that, Steve. I, I do have a special spot for them, uh, for families <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, anybody reading the comments will know what's going on, but those that, aren't lis- or that are listening, I will keep the mystique for a couple more seconds. Uh, so the next episode after that was we did one with Jamie. Uh, actually, it was me. I think you were busy. Uh, I did one with Jamie where it involved metalwork and leatherwork. Unfortunately, didn't receive the views uh, that I would have liked to on the YouTube side. But we had a lot of uh, listeners come to it from the podcast side and mention that one. And they were really interested. And they looked up, uh, I think it's Blue Nose. Oh, what's this thing? Bluefish. Oh, it's going to bug me. Do you know what his thing is right off the top of your head? I should know this, and I'm terrible for not. But it's, it's Bluefish. Definitely a fish symbol. Um, Jamie Harris. Um, Bluefish Knife Duel. Yeah. He does some amazingly beautiful knives and some great leather work with it. Um, and I still see stuff he posts every now and then. Um, so yeah, that was just a good one there. And that was, uh, we actually had, you know, like somebody other than just a quote unquote bushcrafter come in and chat. We had Gary on up to that point that talked about fishing. Chris had come on and talked about a few things. Steve was on and you guys talked about cold weather, but we all had a bushcrafting background. Not that Jamie doesn't bushcraft, but his background is way stronger in leatherworking and metalwork. Uh, we did have Paul Schnur come in and talk about uh, a fire episode there, which turned into more of a classroom session than it was a podcast. Uh, mixed emotions on that one, but still a ton of great information. Uh, but anyway, that was the first one where we had somebody with basically a real strong background and something else pop in, and it, it was just one that kind of jumped out. Um, after that, episode 179 and a few up other episodes in there, this is where we really started talking with the rest of our families, getting involved in this. We had mentioned them, we had little step-ins here and there, but we started actually doing episodes where we clearly involved the rest of our families. Uh, embracing the Adventure was Mel and I. Uh, we yep. just literally embracing the adventure and getting out there not long after literally the next immediate one was how to feel safe as a solo female camper. And we had both our wives come in. Uh, that was one you had found on a form and we were doing in response to, and we had those unique perspectives come in and we realized, you know, having our wives come in and our kids come in and stuff like that. Like you have Skylar, she comes in a couple times as Steve was mentioning here, one of her best friend or his best friends when they're out camping. Um, we had our kids come in and stuff like that. And you get that unique perspective from that side. We talked about camping with our kids, stuff like that. But we'd kind of only done it on our own with little reference in them coming in. But then they started sitting in on full episodes and you get that whole other perspective. Like, it's a unique perspective from a kid. You can have two grown men tell you how to camp with your kids. But honestly, a kid telling you what they like and what they don't like and what they think is cool and what they don't think is cool, that gives you a unique perspective. Having our wives sit in, how to feel safe as a solo female camper. I mean, 
we can't mansplain that, you know what I mean? For lack of a better term, we are not the right people to give that kind of information. We can give opinions, but we can't give that proper information. So we had our wives come in. So this is the time when I want to give a massive shout out to my wife, Melissa, uh, Ben's wife, Melissa, all three of Ben's kids. Willie pops on from time to time, though she does have some vocabulary difficulties there, but she'll come on and say, hi, she's listening to us in the next room now. Hi, Willie, if you're still awake. Um, and I mean, we started getting our families involved and it was just kind of a real neat time. Well, and I think that's, that's an important thing that you said, like, you know, um, sending a thanks to them, but the reality is we wouldn't be doing this without them. And the reality is that they are a big part of our bushcrafting and they're a big part of it. We may be sometimes the driving force to get out there and do it, but they're active participants in it and they help and they, they, what is the word I'm looking for? They enable us. <laughs> they are enablers. And so they sometimes provide us with the, the tools and equipment. Don't bury do yourself too deep here, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, I know like just this, even this year for Christmas, I got some new toys to play with, new reasons to get out and do stuff. And they join us and they make it much better. Um, they've done a lot of trips with us. Both our wives have done a lot of trips with us and have supported us in these these things. So, yeah, that's it. But they are enablers. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have the bare bones. They are. But for anybody <laughs> that doesn't know, both Ben and I, uh, in our respective families, we are the only male influences. Uh, so when I say this, I mean it wholeheartedly. We have some amazing women in our lives, respectively. Um, and they fully support us. Without them, this most likely wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for Melissa coming with me, I might never have went to that bushcrafting event. I probably would have, but I might not have. I might not yeah. get out as often as I do because Mel and I, we, we just recently went and did some cabin camping. We go out for our anniversary camping. We try to get out camping together as a couple, which makes a whole other adventure. And, and I'm not taking nothing away from you, Steve. We had a great time out there too, but it, it's a little different when it's your significant other. You know what I mean? It's a whole other type of camping. Not in the naughty way, don't get me wrong, but in... It, just a different way you know what i mean it's like camping with your kids it's just a different type of bonding experience if that makes any kind of sense well you definitely can't push family the same as you can push friends like i've been out with steve and we've pushed steve pretty hard and i've been out with my family and i've pushed them pretty hard but it's not the same thing right the family tends to push back a lot more aggressively so you'll learn <laughs> to slow down and appreciate what you're doing more but you kind of know that family might not uh, forgive you as much, believe it or not, as friends. <laughs> and it's true. But I mean, once again, amazing people in our lives that support us a lot. And that's kind of the episodes I had brought up, in all honesty. Those were just the big highlights where I thought, you know, these were some neat or some unique episodes we had done or episodes that meant something or where I thought, you know, a light clicked or whatever the case may be. They were the ones that jumped out at me. Was there anything that you can think of off the top of your head, Ben? I have the episode list up here, so if you give me a description, I can probably tell you what episode I would have to say, I know we did a, a review of this one, but we did the motorcycle adventure, also known as the waterfall adventure. Which was one of our, it was our very first episode, or not our first episode, it was our very first camping experience together. So in this particular episode, um, or this particular event, maybe it's a better word, uh, me and Robert both took some very street legal 
uh, his more of a sport bike, mine much more of a cruiser. What do you mean more of a sport did. bike? It was a, it was a sport bike. <laughs> yeah, very much. A sport Never should have went where it did. We, we put them where they should not go. <laughs> no, that should not have gone there at all. We, we drove these things way back into the woods and we parked them and then we abandoned them. And oh, we yeah. went miles further back and camped at the bottom of a waterfall and spent two nights damn near froze it at no idea when we got back if there'd be anything to pick back up to drive us home and uh we had a great time um and barely had to cuddle at all for heat it did get <laughs> cold we spent one night where we were just like ben we could freeze to death bud <laughs> <laughs> um you know and, and in theory we had the right gear uh i think it was our physical location. It was just pouring humidity down on top of us in this cold weather, and it just sucked the heat right out of us. Uh, but we had a great fire. We had a great time. We did a lot of exploring, and, and we did a lot of chatting, and we had some fun. We built our own bait, our own hook, our own fishing system, and uh, one of us caught a lot of fish. Thanks, Ben. I still use that flask. I'm just going to tell you now. I still use that flask. It's the first one I grab if I'm heading out in an adventure and taking a drink with me. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, you know what? Chat for a minute. I'll go get this. Uh, this is one of those um, Atlantic Bushcraft Adventure Secrets. Uh, we jest yeah. a lot between each other, and this was the best one Ben ever got me. Just hold on. <laughs> it's in more ways than one. So, so a- anyways, we, we were running with basically the same gear, and we were fishing, and I caught, I don't know, four or five fish. Um, and, and Robert came awful close. He really did came close to catching a fish. But I don't think he actually managed to land one. Um, so uh, I've often picked on him about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he's he's going to get something in reference to this. Yeah. So uh, one year for Christmas, I got this: the man, the myth, the fishing legend. <laughs> and I have so to say, I, like, I enjoy the flask. I like flasks. He hit the nail right on the head there. But the that little dig. Just made the gift so much more special, in all honesty. I still look at it every single time and laugh. I cannot pick this up and not have a chuckle about it. I have a similar one. But mine uh, mine says something different. I see Ben angled to the side there, bud. Oh, there you go. Uh, superhero? Yeah. Read it to me, bud. If ever there was a man that embraced his inner superhero. Ben. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> our shirts, bushcrafting, what's your superpower? That's kind of where our motto came from. That's Ben, by the way. Ben dreamt that up. I don't know where that um, came from, but that's his brainchild and his wife's. That was, yeah, that was my wife's. Uh, she's done all our deckling. Um, so uh, the shirt that you wear... All the decals on my vehicles. Um, there are stickers that some people have on their vehicles. Those were produced by her. Um, you know, and we've had a great time with this. We've a great bit of fun doing some of this stuff. Um, so yeah, we've we've gotten together a handful of times. Never as many times as we'd like. Uh, it's never enough. Enjoyed, no, uh, but we've enjoyed every time, um, and we hope. That the adventure hasn't ended. Uh, I think that's what I want to say there. 
is I think there's still opportunities for us to get together. I think there's still time for us to do trips, uh, adventures. Uh, we've just broadened our horizons by a lot in the last few years, and the opportunities exist. We just need to figure out how we're going to make them come true. And if nothing else, you folks out there are getting a unique perspective from each side of the country. Because we've learned that things are different from here to there. Or from there to here, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, I'm hoping the next week to have even more perspective. <laughs> so, where we are at the ta end of the thing here. Uh, I do know somebody in the comments was looking for me to say a few words in this. So recently I have come back from a camping, cabin camping adventure with Melissa. Uh, there yeah. is some pictures up on the Facebook page if anybody wants to see that. Uh, and I chose not to put those up and things like that, but, uh, it was a lot of fun. And I mean, it was a nice camp. It was glamping. A lot of people would call it. You're not out sleeping in a tent. You're sleeping in a camp with a stove. You know what? We're out there to have fun. Once again, we're out there to enjoy ourselves, not to torture ourselves. So it was a fun adventure. It was the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> we might've got the, the, the stove a little too full of wood at one point and almost sweated ourselves out. Because we're talking a stove that's literally the size of my desk and a camp that's the size of my office. So, I mean, this was a massive stove. And I don't know if the picture that I took clearly demonstrates that or not, but it, it's a big stove. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. That's the end of that. The big thing was, if anybody wants to check some of that stuff out, just go on Facebook and you can see some of it. For um, sure. Sorry? Right? I oh, said, I for sure. No, get it. Check it out. Check out our, YouTube, our uh, Facebook. Check out our, our YouTube channel if you're uh, listening on the podcast. Um, Those are honestly yeah. the best methods to get a, ho a hold of either of us. If you message the Facebook thing, uh, we both get that. If you email us, if you go to AtlanticBushcraft.ca, contact us, fill out the form, hit submit. We'll get it eventually. Like I said, sometimes that winds up in the spam mail for whatever reason. So you may hear from us within minutes. It may be days. It's even been a month in one case. But I do check every single message in there. Even in the spam folder, the problem is because of all of these podcasting sites that we're a part of now, you can imagine I'm getting about 150 spam a day. Sometimes it takes a little while to get through them. Yeah. So I think that covers a lot of it. We've definitely done our hour plus. So, you know, um, to sum it up, what does the future hold? I suspect that there's at least one more year. <laughs> at this. least wherever our imagination will take us. Like we said, we're now broader. Uh, the question has been asked, are you going to change the name now? Is it going to be Canadian Bushcraft Adventures? I don't think so. I don't think so. We started as Atlantic Bushcraft Adventure. Ben's still an Atlantican by heart. He's originally from Newfoundland, moved to Nova Scotia, still part of all the Atlantic provinces. As far as I'm concerned, Ben will always be an Atlantican. Right to the day that he decides to never do bushcraft again. And then he's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I have now been out of the island of Newfoundland for almost as long as I spent on the island of Newfoundland. So... That's an interesting thing to think about. Um, the longest time I spent in any province was 20 years, and that was Newfoundland. I uh, just skipped out of that for Nova Scotia, and now I'm in, uh, in BC. So we'll see how long I can hold out in BC. Um, but there's a ton to see in this world, and I've been through quite a bit of this country, and I hope to see even more of it. Um, 
I don't know. Has there been a province we haven't done something between us? I... Because you've traveled across the country. I'm trying to think. New to it might be the only province I haven't officially been to when it was new to it. Uh, a little Canadian history there. New to it is a relatively new province to it's Canada. Not a territory, sorry. <laughs> Provinces and territories. It's a relatively new territory to Canada. I don't think I've ever been in it since it's been new to it. Yeah. And when I say relatively I new, we're talking actually quite a few years ago. A lot of your kids probably won't know the difference. <laughs> I, I've never been up north that far. I have been in Ontario. Manitoba, New Brunswick, PEI, Nova Scotia, obviously, and Newfoundland and now um, BC. So I still would like to do Saskatchewan and Alberta. And I would love to get up and do, you know, any of the territories, all of the territories. Don't get me wrong. I haven't camped in any of those territories. I've just visited. Um, I do have the benefit or whatever you want to call it. That growing up, my father was a long-haul truck driver, and I enjoyed traveling with him simply to see the scenery. A lot of the places he didn't do, like, well, he did at certain points, but it was never the, you know, common pick-up and drop in town. He always seemed to have these weird loads that went out into the middle of nowhere. Like, I can remember being out in Yellowknife and Whitehorse and places like that, you know what I mean? Out in the middle of the boonies where it could potentially not get, quote-unquote, dark. Uh, I've experienced that where it's not like true dark. There's always a hint of light and it, it's kind of neat. I've seen some neat things. I've still never seen the Northern lights though. That is on my bucket list. You must be able to see them out where you're at sometimes, Ben, can you? Uh, I haven't seen them from here. That's not to say you couldn't. I'm That's sure going to say, could. apparently sometimes you can see them from Nova Scotia though. I have not. <laughs> I've, I've seen faint lights, never clear, um, both in Newfoundland and I think in spots in Nova Scotia, you need a dark spot for it. You need the right conditions that it's actually happening, and you need to have a, a, a really dark spot to do it. Most communities are too bright um, this far south. You need to start getting further and further north for that. Uh, and that's yeah. fair. But anyway, last thing I'd like to say, uh, well, not say, I guess on the recap, is once again, huge thank you to you folks. Uh, both here on YouTube, Facebook, all the podcasting channels, all that stuff. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you giving us comments, reaching out to us. We appreciate the little gifts. We appreciate everything you folks do for us that make this enjoyable so we can keep giving to you guys. Uh, we make fun of it all the time that we don't make money and stuff like that. The reality is we don't. Uh, we don't begrudge that. We choose not to. But there has to be that proverbial carrot in front of us. And the second it stops being fun, the carrot kind of goes away. You folks always make this fun. We have our regulars over here in the comments. Uh, you see me pointing to my right, probably your guys' left, because I have this mirrored. Uh, that's where my second monitor is now. See, my computer has even changed twice since we started this podcast, because I burnt it up the first time producing videos. Um, yeah. But in any case, everybody out there that joins us in the comments, huge thank you to you folks. Uh, we mentioned a few names there. I apologize if I didn't mention your name. I would love to mention each and every person that's ever showed up in our comments. And I wish I could go back and find all those names. But literally every single person that's out there that's listened to one of our episodes and said that was entertaining, 
you're the folks I want to say thank you to because you make it worthwhile to do this. We love hearing about your guys' little stories. And I say little stories, don't get me wrong, I'm not belittling it, but I mean you guys try to shorten them down for us because it's generally an email or a quick message. And um, it, it's just, it's great to hear that kind of stuff, get different perspectives, hear stories from around the world, just hear a, hey guys, awesome job coming from Ireland because we've had that before. It's just nice <laughs> in any other way. And uh, yeah, you, you folks make this whole conglomerate worthwhile. If our families are our backbone, you guys are the fuel that drive us. It's great. I agree. Yeah, if, without their support and their encouragement, this wouldn't be worth it. And, you know, it makes it worth it. And this is why we, we do this. And we've continued to do this now for almost four years. Um, and I can see us easily doing it another year. Or I hope so. Or. <laughs> I I hope that I say this now. Maybe this could be a curse. I hope it never ends. But I yeah. mean, as long as it keeps being fun, I don't see a reason why not to. Moving forward, the only thing I'd like to see us do is, of course, keep having our adventures. Maybe get a few more guests on here. Everybody seems to enjoy having the guests on here. Uh, the reality of that is, unless you folks reach out to us, we only have a small pool of people we can kind of reach out to, which is basically the ones in our comments that are on our time zones. Uh, and we're not opposed to moving the times and stuff like that. If you folks want to jump on and chat to us, just to give us your perspective of things from your neck of the woods. We don't mind juggling the time a little bit. That's kind of what this is all about, uh, is getting that information out there, giving people an outlet just to have a little fun. Let your knowledge be shared to other people. Just be aware too, like not everyone who's into bushcraft is into being on this show. Uh, so all the, some people we've asked and they, 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 they kind of will begrudgingly say, I'll, I'll do it. We know that their heart isn't into it. They don't want to be front and center. So it is not always the easiest thing to convince someone to come on and do an episode. They'll gladly talk to us for hours and hours offline. But once you put the camera in front of them, it changes things. So it's not, not for everyone to get out here. Um, I think, do you know, Robert, that, the world's number one fear is public speaking. I didn't know that. I I have a unique perspective on this because I find it really hard to get nervous or embarrassed. It's just yeah. my mindset. Like, not much makes me nervous or embarrassed. Not to say I don't get scared. That's different. But nervousment and embarrassment are two emotions that I very rarely pick up on. I don't have the social cues for it. I've never... I don't know. I've never been raised for it to become a thing i guess i i don't know how to explain it but even melissa will tell you like i could literally stand naked in front of 500 people and give a lecture and be perfectly fine like it wouldn't bother me in the slightest um it, it just doesn't happen to me but not everybody's like that i can be awkward <laughs> i'm real good at being awkward don't get me wrong but embarrassed and nervous just isn't a big one yeah so you yeah. know it, it does take something for most people to get up and do this thing. Uh, we are fortunate. It doesn't seem to bother either of us to get up and chat. And, uh, you know, I think I joked earlier, you know, good luck in offending one of us. Yeah. Because it is going to happen. Putting a lot of effort into something that you're going to get very little out of. And um, that's the other thing. We both have very thick skin. We both have very dark humor. I don't think there's anything on this planet we wouldn't laugh at in the right conditions. So... <laughs> But uh, no, once again, thank you folks uh, to our families. If you happen to listen to this episode, thank you to you folks as well. 
Um, it's been an amazing journey so far, and I hope it continues on for many, many more episodes. Me too. Anyways, we should get moving. We have yep. things to do and people to see. And... You got suppers to eat, and I got beds to climb into. <laughs> Anyways, all night, all night, folks. Thanks again. <laughs>